with Clement Magnatella on 702. Live streaming countrywide on the Prime Media Plus app. Yes TV channel 856. 92.7 and 106 FM. Seven minutes after nine o'clock. Dumelang, happy Friday. Welcome to the Clement Manyatella Show. It's great to have you with us here on 702. I hope you're well this morning. I feel like we should do Confession Friday today. We haven't done it in a while. Remember? A few times that we've done it, I told you about... I mean, twice I've shared <laughs> some embarrassing stories. Um... That Petty LaBelle story about driving back to an ex after buying a car. Oh. And then there was another story about, you know, bumping a car, your parents' kind. You're not telling them that it's you and then they end up fighting about it. And I remember there were so many stories that were coming through that we couldn't get through. So maybe we should do that. What do you guys think? Huh? Let me know. It's Friday. It's been such a hard, serious week. We can have some fun. On Fridays, right? So, if you've been listening to us, especially from Tuesday, Wednesday, Abel, we've been having guests. Tuesday, we've been having guests on the show. Uh, I've been invited. There's listeners who've sent us emails, right, asking that they come and be part of the show. So, because it was World Radio Day on Tuesday, we decided to celebrate this wonderful platform and medium. We're bringing in people who have always been passionate about radio to come and co-host the 702 Open Line with me. And we've had a number of them over the last three days. And today, we've got Andy Le Makatini, um, who's 48 years of age, and he's the one co-hosting the 702 Open Line with me today. How's it, Andy Le? All good, Clement, and how are you doing? Yapila, thank you for coming through, man. I'm Yapila, We actually have a Makatini here in the building. Oh, Ubo really? Musa Makatini, okay. who was the chairperson of the SABC board. He's now the CEO of Prime Media Outdoor. I just wonder how do you write that long name with that long surname as well? Musa Makatini. <laughs> and my younger brother is Bongosi Makatini. So uh, you can just imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but tell it's me, one of those. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Andy is a gentleman born in, in Val, to be exact. Uh-huh. And then the parents got married and then he moved to Soweto. Uh-huh. So I've been a Sowetan all the way through. Did a bit of traveling due to work. No, just before that, I went to school in Reashuma. Uh. And one of your colleagues is my teacher, was my former teacher, Uban. Richard Nwamba. Oh, wow! Yeah, I was my former history teacher and a class teacher. The, with the history, can tell you history. That man! And funny jokes behind, and oh, that will man. make the lesson so, so exciting. That's an encyclopedia. Yes, walking. yes, yes. I mean, I mean, on a very light note, if you can explain to you the form of retaliation. Uh. There's a joke that we still make today, even if when we meet with our former school uh, schoolmates, uh-huh. we always refer to to him mo- mostly, and in fact all of all of our teachers. Then I worked at SAA from 1997 till uh, 2022. SAA. I was, yes, I was part of the furniture at SAA. Yazin, you know when I look <laughs> at this face, I'm like, this face. I must. Were you part of the part of the yeah. cabin crew? I was a crew. I started working at the office though from 1997 till 2000. Then I became a cabin crew from 2000 till 
till COVID. Were you flying local? Well, uh, it was all mixed match. They've only just re-established yes. a few yes, routes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I saw the face and I'm thinking, <laughs> man, I must have seen this face somewhere. I swear I must have seen yeah, you as part yeah, of the crew on yeah, an, an SAA yeah, flight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So, radio? What? Radio, I've been a very keen listener of radio. Even uh. In fact, from my old and younger days, I used to listen to Radio Bob uh. and Radio Mabatu. Uh. I even developed the love of the language of, of, of Setswana. Mm. Because I can flow, flow very simple and easy in Setswana as a language yeah. to such an extent. But Babansi Khabizi Khore ke mo Zolo wa Zolo se chapiling. Until Setswana le Setswana ke retolo kaka Setswana bond. Mal is Zolo Setswana. Is Zolo French ni akichi mimpela ngamba pezwas. Anga baz. Let's just buy. Let's buy in Bangen. There was a guy at school, Tony yeah. Mukhale. Uh-huh. He's the one actually who pushed me to listen to, to Radio Mabatu. Mm-hmm. I remember in the assembly, there was a, this uh, morning show guy, Radio Mabatu. Uh-huh. His name is Peter Manzana. Mm-hmm. He never mastered the time. He always messed up the times in the morning. So we'd make a joke of what Peter said in the morning. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the love for radio and the love for music developed in me. Ah, that's so, so Radio 702, when did you stumble upon it? I didn't stumble. I was, a, I was always knowledge thirsty and the news thirsty during that transition of 93, 94, 95 yeah. when the late John Coelan was still around. Ah. So I started listening in the evening shows some were very uncomfortable for me at that time dealing with pressing issues. They yeah. were just direct, but I had to strengthen up and listen. That's and wonderful. the bug stuck with me. Well, welcome to 702. Thank you. We're glad that you're here to co-host the 702 Open Line with me. It's going to be uh, so much fun. So, on the show, we always start with the 702 Open Line, eh? Yeah. Open Line. Let's get the calls online. The number is 11 702 or get us via the WhatsApp a voice note. The number is 072-702-1702. I'm calling it slowly as a listener because as a listener, I know guys move fast. Yeah. So the listener battles to get the number. So sometimes we go 011-883-0702. But now I know I've so been quick. on the other side of the fence. Yeah. I, to slow it down. I love that. So being a Friday, we do Gratitude Friday every single Friday, this is an opportunity for you to give us a call and tell us what you are grateful for this week. What are you grateful for? What put a smile on your face? I know for people who are in relationships and marriages, you're probably grateful for the love that's been demonstrated by your lover because you got the flowers or you got a beautiful message um, or you got a wonderful gift. You spend some time with your family. What are you grateful for this week? What's happened that put a smile on your face. You can give us a call now or send us a WhatsApp voice note. 702. Let's walk the talk. We start with the open line, 011-883-0702. What do you want to talk about this morning? The WhatsApp line is 072-702-1702. Uh, let's start with some WhatsApp voice notes. Oh, my gosh. I did recognize that name, Andila Makatini. Hi, fellow colleague. Clement, you've got such a great guy at the um, Edges Studio right now. Um, quite a, a gentleman and a knowledgeable somebody. 
Deb, it's good to um, it's good to hear him on the radio. Uh, it's bringing me very good memories of when we used to used to work together. Um, such a good leader. Um, well done, well done, well done, Andy. It's good to hear your voice. Uh, you're taking me back. Oh, that's so nice. That's so cool. Do you recognize the voice? I know. You don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, that's so cool. She can recognize yours. <laughs> Excellent. Your co-host today, Andre Makatini. I used to work with him at reservations at SAA back then, I think, year 97 to 99, 2000. Well, I left the airline at, uh, I left the airline in 19, in, in 2007. And then, yeah, I've, I'm down, I'm doing something uh, different. Oh, Andile, I remember um, Dandomadi, and they are the, all the, the guys from the south. Oh, wow. Andile, big up to you. Ubali Uela from Kempton Park. Hey, you popular, Andile. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> hey, you popular. Yeah, she was a very yeah. decent lady, very nice lady. Yeah. Yeah. It was difficult for me to call her by name. I used to say yeah. Sisbali or Mambali. Yeah. Then. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful, man. I love it. 19 minutes after nine. Your voice. Your station. Your open line. Walk the talk with Clement Mangatella. On 702. Chuso, you're calling us from Jobe. Good morning. Good morning, Clement. How are you? I'm all right, man. What do you want to talk about this morning? Quick one, I want to convey my condolence messages messages to the fallen soldiers in the DRC. Mm. Just a quick one, yes. Uh, you know, South Africa is going to war with DRC in Rwanda, with Rwanda in DRC. That's a proxy war. I do not think approaching that, that mission with a peacekeeping cape will assist South Africa. South Africa and Rwanda have always had their fallout, mm-hmm. which I think you as a news presenter is quite aware of. So now, considering this thing happening, honestly speaking, South Africa must be bracing itself for a fully-fledged war, expecting more body bags, more body count, because Rwanda is, won't be relenting on this one. They've been, uh, their livelihood has been based on looting DRC. And now that it's South Africa involved, honestly speaking, expect much. Mm. And uh, if you... It's not South Africa involved, ne, Tsepo? I, I mean, Tuso, it's... Southern no, Africa. Sadek. So it's part Sadek. of the SADC. We are part of the peace yes. mission there, which involve our soldiers. But, okay. Here's the thing, Clement. Let me finish up. My point is, considering the fallout, the recent fallout of Rwanda in South Africa, don't expect Rwanda to fall regarding this. And considering that mm. their livelihood is in the Eastern DRC, their economy is built based on the looting of the Eastern DRC. Mm. And uh, given the experiences, of Zim operation in 98 in DRC when they were repelling the Interrail and all other rebels that were invading there. I thought DRC was, go- um, uh, South African government, SADC was going to involve previous missions I- 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 into their new mission. But mm. as it is, when they just go there, honestly speaking, disaster is looming, what's the space? Mm. Look, yeah, Tuso, um, I-, I hear that, right? But I think countries have responsibilities. Um, if we are part of a regional block in the form of SADC, right, and there is one of our member countries 
that are experiencing a war or there are these dangerous rebels um, that are terrorizing um, communities and at the end of the day, then there's an impact on human rights. We have a responsibility as a member country. We don't operate as a silo country somewhere where we're sitting in our little box and everything is perfect. We may be under attack one day. One second, one second. We may be under attack one day and we're going to need the help of SADC. And you and I can have a separate discussion about whether SADC and the AU have been effective in their mandate on this continent or SADC on this region. But this idea that, oh, South Africa somehow um, needs to understand and not to get involved, I'm not sold on that. I think... No, we, are, we, have, right. we have responsibilities even in terms of I'm, our foreign policy and this is us following through. Should we do it to our detriment? No. Should we do it when we don't have resources? Um, not necessarily. But I think that's a big responsibility we have. Yeah. Get me right. What mm. I'm saying is, I'm not against the mission by Sarek. What I'm saying, they mustn't underestimate it because the, 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 the repercussions are going to be more... More than what we imagine and think. It's not yeah. a peacekeeping mission, that one. They are going for a full scale war. Sadak is going to war to fight people who are armed by a Rwandan government. That's my point. What is wrong with that? These are rebels. No, there's nothing wrong. Yes, I'm saying I don't oh, you, oh so you're saying they must just be ready for it? They mustn't underestimate okay. oh, it. Oh, already. That's okay. my point. All right, got you, Tuso. I agree with you then. I mean, they've got to be ready for it. Um, right in fulfilling our obligation that doesn't mean just send people there um, even when they're not ready that's why the issue of training the issue of resources um, it's so important here uh, but it's not just us I think if I'm not mistaken Malawi Malawi have sent their troops as well uh, Tanzania as well if I'm not mistaken as part of the SADC uh, peace mission all right let's go to Elijah who's calling us from is it Orchards Elijah good morning Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, Clement, and good morning to your guest there, Andile. Mm. Hi, Elijah. Which mark are you, Mr. Marcatini? I am Marcatini. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, we are poor family last year, as a, a young man, so uh, listen, uh, wishing you well in your future endeavors, but yeah, it looks like you are segueing into a, in a, a space that I'm always listening to, and yeah, hopefully, yeah. Do something. Make the parts happen. Where, where, where did you, you work with? You worked with undelayed SAA. Yes, he was my. So we've got so many the, SA, former SAA employees who listen. Hey, were you guys listening when you were at SAA as well, or you started listening after you left SAA? <laughs> no, I've been listening. Okay, <laughs> we've been listening forever, even if we overseas. Yeah, we'll try and log into a Wi-Fi and then we pick up what's happening. And listen, so let's always try to keep to check what's happening at home. Oh man, this guy Elijah has got a pack of stories. Yeah, there's so many stories. Yeah, wonderful, Elijah. Uh, thank you so much for calling us, man. Um, on the WhatsApp line, Karabo says, "Clement, today I'm grateful for my unborn baby. I'm 23." Weeks pregnant and I failed her kicks for the first time this week. Happy Friday. That's K. Ooh, Karabo. That's, that's so cute. You've got kids right. yourself, hey? Yes, I do. I do have two. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, you've not failed the kick. No, but I, I, I've <laughs> seen the respond after the kick. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And did you go put your hands? I did try and feel yeah. it. And I was there on both of them when they went to labor. You know, I cannot wait to feel that. So I, mean, I think my journey of fatherhood, I needed to start there where... Yes. I'm part of that process and I'm watching it. I can tell you 
there's nothing as fulfilling yeah. as that as a sing from that stage yeah. to independence. Yeah. Well, they will never be independent as your kid because that emotional responsibility you have as a father will always be there. But it's the mm. best feeling ever to be a father to be called. Is it true baby. that when you have your first child, you don't, you've never felt a love like that? Because I used to think first-time parents are dramatic, like they're yeah. sensational, like they're like, "Oh my God, this is the love like no other." <laughs> well, is it true? I didn't feel like that, but. It, <laughs> I, I, I more appreciate it now when yeah. they're older. They can yeah. pick up daddy's like this today, he needs that. They yeah. play this song. There's that song you played on certain certain day uh-huh. and you played for me said which one? Then I pick up that okay, they realize what and, and they pick up what I like. Yeah. And then they try and follow me from there. But when the child is born though, do, is that love does it transcend is it more than the love you would have like for your wife or your partner? No. No. It's, See, it's just the same yeah. love. Okay. Let, let me ask the listeners that because yeah. I've heard people who say the love of a child goes beyond you don't love anybody in this world more than that child. That's why I would think that's a little drama. Um, but for some people, maybe it is. So give us a call on 011-883-0702. How do you describe the love of a child? Is it really as, Abel, you've got a child. Do you love your child more than your own mother? Abel says yes. No? No. no. <laughs> so, so Abel doesn't love his child no. more, <laughs> more than that. Well, it differ with differ as people. Yeah. With differ as individuals, then the response is diff- always different. Yeah. I mean, my brother, you should hear him explain yes. the love for his child. And I'm like, I, and listen, my niece, I'm obsessed with my niece. And I, I sort of get an idea of, because before I sleep, believe it or not, I always want to watch a video of her. Yes, Malome. Yeah, yes, um, Uncle Claire. You know, I want to watch a video of her. She's still young. She's about to turn two now in September. I'm obsessed. So I'm like, if I feel like that as an uncle, how much of my brother? But am I going to love the child more than my mom and more than my partner? I think you'll want to do the show at home. It's 28 after 9 o'clock. Let us know on the WhatsApp line or give us a call. Morning, Clement. Uh, happy Friday to you and your team. Uh, regarding the South African National Defence Force out in Mozambique, and DRC, and they're talking about uh, for a better continent. Nah, I don't buy that. Our tools should be used um, at the border. And I mean, I look at the cash and try and say what's happening now with the bombs. Where do these guys get the bombs from? It's coming uh, through the border. Uh, I don't know. We are a joke, truly. Hello. I am not against um, helping and uh, doing whatever, which is supposed to be an alliance of any country, if need be. My concern was that when I looked at those children when they were leaving the country, my concern was they're still young, much as I'm not a soldier, but I don't think they have an experience like the people in Congo. DRC has been fighting children in DRC at the age of six years. They carry guns. They are living in the environment of war. Mike, you are in Silver Lakes. What are your thoughts? Good morning, Clement. How are you? Ah, good, man. How are you? I'm perfect. Uh, The challenges of uh, the Congo in the eastern uh, uh, front, uh, that is Katanga province, Number one is the terrain. Uh, the Great Lakes is forever the rain season. 
If you look at their vegetation there, an average tree is like a gum tree in terms of uh, the height. <coughs> and it's forever raining and the roads are not uh, the best. Number two is the language. And number three is the way how the rebels operate. And I know that area, I once stayed there. The unfortunate thing is the rebels, they wake up, they are wearing civilian clothing, they come to the camps, they are selling with girls, they are selling bananas, vegetables, and fish. That's part of their reconnaissance. Mm. And you don't even understand what they are discussing. Because on average, it's Swahili spoken there. Uh, South African uh, troops uh, familiar with Swahili, the answer is no. Mm. <laughs> when they have realized that they are relaxing, they move, they go and wear combat. They come back and attack. If they are overwhelmed, they just remove the, 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 their green uh, rebel uniforms. They are in civilian clothing. They are in the villages. That's how complex it is. That's how they lose uh, the wars. Zimbabwe was there from 1998. Did they win the war? They didn't. Mm. Why? Because of these strategies. And it's a repetition of the war that was lost. Why are we not learning? How do, why are we not learning from those tactics then, Mike? Because surely they know of that. So they must have operational plans and be more cautious. But they remember, but they remember the previous war that was fought during Kabila's father. It was Zimbabwe, Angola, and it was Chad, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Now they have taken another new team, which is South Africa and uh, Tanzania. Mm. You get a challenge. Yeah. So... It's very complex, man, and we are sending kids to be uh, butchered in that uh, in that area, and they are not gonna uh, win uh, 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 that mm. battle. Mike in Silver Lakes, thank you so much um, for your thoughts. I do want us at some point next week, maybe even on Monday, to bring you a broader contextual conversation um, about the war um, in the DRC. I hope we'll be able to do that uh, possibly on Monday. It's nine thirty one. Access the registered FSP. Your voice. Your station. Your open line. Walk the talk with Clemens Magnatella on 702. Welcome back, fellow listeners and the 702 listeners. We're back on air. Looking at the time, it's 9.37 on 702 Talk Radio. We're about to take calls and listen to your voice notes. Yeah. Let's get it rolling, guys. Let's start with the voice notes. Yeah. Hi, Clement, the 702 listeners. Uh, these people, they are sitting there. <laughs> they are well trained. They are soldiers. They train each and every time. They know how to handle themselves, regardless of their stature or mm. physical appearance. Do not be fooled. They know how to handle the R4 and all of those PSG bombs and grenades and keep themselves safe. Unless if you applied to join the South African National Defense Force, for the salar then you are going to have, you are going to face several challenges but i believe so that they are trained i know i have a cousin there who is a soldier also he says that he's well trained but more or less they will win most probably <laughs> oh that just cut off abruptly i think the other problem is that people see like these short videos that make the rounds on social media of the soldiers not properly, you know, doing the salute or they see a number of them that are probably chubby and they think, oh, these are the kind of people who are going to protect us. There's training that goes beyond what we see. 
Um, and I think sometimes we undermine our soldiers. And I'm not trying to claim here that they're the best in the world, but I'm saying don't watch a YouTube video or hear what Julius Malema says because he sees how chubby they are or he, see, he says they can't even carry their gun because it's heavy on them and then think that somehow speaks to the skills and the capabilities of our soldiers. Hi, Clement. Hi, yeah, it's Sanjay. Listen, I think it depends basically how much you're involved in the whole process of the birth. I mean, I've been involved in all four of my kids uh, from inception, first checks, every check, uh, scans, the works. And when that first baby is born, let me tell you, I know the others that have been involved. There's nothing in the world like that, nothing. And, uh, you know, I think I don't think there was anyone prouder than me on that day. Uh, I was the most proudest person. You must remember, you go through this process and you don't know how the baby's going to turn up, how's it going to get born. And when you see this precious little gift, miraculous little gift coming out and... Uh, yeah, it's amazing. I, I think you need to actually experience it to know it. Also, there's different kinds of love. Um, you know, uh, obviously your first love is your mother, but there's different kinds of love. But your your children are your blood, eh? Remember yeah. that. Thanks. Ciao, know, bye. You know, Andil, I don't know if I'll ever love anybody more than I love my mother. A mother, it's a foundation of everything. Right. I used to call them first lady. Unfortunately, she's late now. Yeah. Yeah, that lady will pick up my voice that you're not okay. Yeah. And I'll call her at work during the landline time yes. to change my voice. She said yes. to me, you can't fool me. The first words you spoke and you spoke yeah. them to me. And I know they'll, they'll call us Bomma or <laughs> ma- Mama's boy. I am a proud Mama's boy. I am sorry. I... I mean, if I meet you and I'm in a relationship with you, I get married to you, you must know. And I'm not saying I'm putting my mother yes, first or I take whatever my mom says, but I want you to know that there's a special relationship there True. that you must never, never um, undermine. Good morning, Clement, and to the listeners. I'm Simpira here. So um, I do love my son completely different from how I love my wife. So um been with my wife for over 12 years. Um, our little boy is only 11 months old. Um, but yeah, the, the love you have for your firstborn is, um, it's, 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 I don't know, man. I can't explain it. Um, the easiest example that I'll give you is that um, if... If my son wakes up at 12 o'clock in the morning and he's screaming and crying and he doesn't want to sleep, um, my level of patience for him is very high. I don't know if my wife um, was screaming and shouting at 12, at, at 12 o'clock in the morning if I'd be happy with it and, and my level of tolerance would be the same. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's impure here. Thank you. Bye. Uh, interesting. Thank you for the WhatsApp voice notes. It's 18 before 10. Your voice. Your station. Your open line. Walk the talk with Clement Maniatella on 702. Welcome back, guys. The time is uh, 9.51. We'll be back on the lines. We'll be listening to your WhatsApps. 072-702-1702. That's where we're getting your WhatsApp voice notes. Good morning, Clement, and your guest in studio. Clement is a mother, I think, because people are different. Anyway, so for me, when I had my first child, 
everything changed. Really, I've never felt anything like that for someone with my children. But then as they grow, as they grow older, then it at least changes, it becomes normal. <laughs> yeah. It becomes a normal love. I can compare it to maybe loving my sisters and my other mm. people. But when they're very young, uh, uh, it's deep. It is deeper. Thank you so much, Clement. It's Tembi here in Polzo. <laughs> deeper love. Can't wait to feel this love. Hey. Eh? Good morning, Clement and Mr. Makatini. It's Lindy here from Alberton. Clement, in relation to your question around love and whether you can love your child more than you love your mother or your spouse more than you love your child or your, your parent, um, I think what's important to remember there is that love is love, right? Um, you can't say that you love someone more than you love another. Um, what is important there to remember is that there's just different ways to love someone, right? So the love I have for my mother is different to the love that I have for my daughter. So it's incomparable, but it's love at the end of the day. So you can't say you love someone else more than another because the relationship, the relationship dynamics are different. So when you have your own child one day, you'll find that you love your, nie your niece equally as you love your own child, but the love is different because the relationship is different. Yeah, that's just my two cents on love. Good morning, Clement. Uh, Ozia from Midrand. Um, I, I think you are, when you say you, you don't think you love um, anyone else more than your mother, I understand I was there before, uh, but promise me, once you become a father, um, it's a whole different game. Uh, so I'll understand you're saying this because you don't have a child. Mm. But bro, uh, get yourself one and then you'll understand what you're talking about. <laughs> Uti. Cheers, man. Bye. Uti, get yourself one as if I can just pop into check us after the show. And just like, <laughs> hey, there's one there for 599. <laughs> Is there anything called um, love? Yeah. I mean, unconditional love. Yeah. There's such an, a thing as, I'm reminded of a song, mm -hmm. Unconditional Love. Yeah. Do we as human beings, are we capable of loving unconditionally? Yes. I think we do love unconditionally. So if I've got a mom who's not perfect, who, and I'll use this for lack of another example, maybe is a drug addict and keeps off making mistakes, do I still stick and I love them? Or do I have a condition of you also have to be a better mom to me and be a better human being for me to actually have a good relationship with you? Or maybe you can love people from afar. Yeah. I think, Clement, you can love anyone beyond the mistakes. Mm. Like God loves us beyond the mistakes mm. we do to him. He gave us 10 commandments mm. that most of the time we don't follow them. Most but, or all the time? <laughs> I would say yeah, most times. The, most times we don't yes. follow them. Yeah. But he looks beyond our he faults. Still loves he us. still loves us the same, still wakes us up. Because he's a God. True we are mere human, we just, mortal. Yes. And sometimes I wonder if we are capable of that humongous responsibility of love where I can love you without expecting anything or expecting you to behave in a yeah. certain way because I've realized as humans we are so quick to judge. Yeah. 
True. Yes, you love your dad until your dad makes a mistake. And then, yeah, you still love the dad, but no, I don't have a relationship with my dad. But that, That's conditional. That system does reset itself to go back and mm. say, he made a mistake. Yeah. We sit down, we talk about it, yeah. and life goes on. True. All right, let's go to Dumahole, who's calling us from Proteat Land. Good morning. Hi. Uh, how are you, Clement? Hey, Tara. Hey, hey, hey. Clement, I uh, hear you say you will never love uh, any human being more than your mom. Mm. But I'm saying to you, bro, uh, wait until you have your first child. Mm. Um, that, 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 that attitude will change mm. totally. Mm. You know, I, I'm 64 years today. And my, I, I got my first born in 1985. Mm. I can tell you now, I've never loved, I, I have never loved anybody the way I loved my daughter when she was born. Wow. I have three kids and I love them all equally. Mm. But I've never felt pure love, you know, when my daughter was born. Mm. I can tell you, it, it's a feeling, you, you can't describe it. You know, that feeling stayed with me even today. Mm. I love my children. And look, I'm not going to compare my love to my, uh, of my children to anybody else because I think it differs in levels. Yes. I love my mom. She's still alive. But let me tell you, I have never felt pure love. Mm. Mm. I, I've never felt like that. Yeah. I have never felt like that. I have never. It sounds never, so never, genuine, Tumakhole, uh, listening to you. I mean, I believe you, you know, I can, sure, I can sure. almost sense, you know, feel the love that you're talking about because you just sound like you, I believe you, you're so sincere. Um, thank you for sharing that with us. Oh, how lucky to have a father who can actually even express that kind of love to the children because most of our fathers love us, but because of how they've been raised themselves, they are not into the habit of telling us that my son, I love you. Uh, my daughter, I think my dad only started telling us this much later. Yeah. I don't have a memory when I was young when my dad says, I love you. But when he's much older now and we're at university, he'll send a message and he'll say that, you know, which I appreciate because it still gives me an opportunity like to, you know, immerse myself in that. Um, but I, I like that. I love hearing um, Tumahole just expl- like describe that kind of love for the kids. Johnson on Twitter says, I've never loved anybody or anything on this planet more than I love my kids. The first time I truly experienced love was when I had my firstborn. The love increased with curio- curiosity when I was blessed with a daughter. Um, oh, what a feeling. Another one says, uh, Clement, um, when I became a mom for the first time in 2022, being given my daughter and holding her in my arms for the first time, I honestly had never felt something like that. I was filled with so much emotion and love. So it is more than romantic love. It's just different. Clement, Ozia from Midrand. Um, I, I think you're... When you say you you don't think you love um, anyone else more than your mother, I understand I was there before, uh, but promise me, once you become a father, um, it's a whole... Um, I do. Good morning, Clement and Mr. Makatini. It's Lindy here from Albert. Okay, there's 
old voice notes that are played there. We'll fix that. Uh, in the meantime, let's go to Yas- Yasmin, who's calling us from Morningside. Yasmin, good morning. Good morning, Clement, uh, um, and your guest. I just, I, I, I have to uh, disagree with everybody. Yeah. I, the greatest love, you ask any grandparent mm. when you become a grandparent. Those grandchildren mean everything. Wow. Your whole, your whole life changes, and um, it's the greatest, most beautiful, sweetest love mm. anyone can experience. Oh wow! Grandchildren are just absolutely amazing. How many do you have, grandkids? I have, I have two boys. Uh-huh. Uh One turning 10, uh, 10 and the older uh, turning eleven. Oh. That's beautiful. And they they are my inspiration. They brighten my day. They're they're everything to me. Oh, that's beautiful. Yasmin, thank you for sharing that with us all the way from Morningside. All right, it's time for the news now. Andile, thank you for co-hosting the 702 Open Line with me. Thank you. Thank you. And to all the listeners and all the former colleagues who send the messages. Really appreciate it. I'm still here. I'm still alive. Yeah. Still love my music. Still, I'm still home-based. Orlando Pirates fan all the way. Yeah. No, so, well, for, just for that. Okay. I'll bring you back. Thank you. Too. It's